Welcome back to the New York Pangers podcast in partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'm alongside my co-host, Rocky. Today, we're going to be with Kazim. Some of you may know him from the Rangers pregame Twitter spaces. He does a bunch more stuff. That's just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to have a bit of a recap of games three and four and a preview of game five and much more. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll get right to it. And now a quick word from our show sponsor and friends of Inside the Rink, BetUS. BetUS has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines for the 27th year of live betting. Sign up for BETUS.com with promo code RINK for a 125% sign-up bonus. Again, use promo code RINK for your 125% sign-up bonus. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a special episode with the one and only Kazim. Some of you may know him from Rangers Pregame Spaces. He's known for many different things, and it is a huge honor to have him on our podcast. Hey, Kazim, welcome in. How are you feeling today? Feeling good, man. Uh, Coming off a a huge win in the Garden. Uh, Really excited to be here, man. So thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming on. So yeah, uh, I figured we'd get right into it here. Uh, yeah, this is I want I want to preface this, by the way, by letting you guys know this is my first hockey podcast I'm ever doing. Oh, let's and, go. Uh, That's terrific. I'm extremely excited for it because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a brand new I'm, I'm not a brand new hockey fan, but I think this year was the first time I really just went all in on nice. it. Like, oh, that's terrific. Ever since I kind of started up with MSG. Uh, obviously, you know, my, my, my basketball background and just like knowing lots of other sports, but hockey was definitely, definitely my strong suit two years ago. So to go from there to now is incredible right. because it's, it's, I'm like, damn, like y'all, y'all been having this great sport for me for so long. <laughs> and you came in the right year. You and came I came in the right, right year. year. I think, I think I'm good go. juju right now. So I'm yeah, you, you gotta come again. You gotta, you good, good vibes here. You, you got me for life, Ranger Nation. I'm not going anywhere. Yo. I'm here. Yeah, I'm terrific. here to, for the bitter end. If anybody knows about me, obviously uh, I'm 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 a Nick diehard. So you know that this there's not going to be much you can do to get me to leave once I'm with you. I'm all, I'm with you all the way. <laughs> Don't worry, they'll give you some sweats. All right, they're good at that. I, I, I look through. I look through plenty of sweats. It's okay. Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> it's good you're a Nick fan to come into our Ranger world because. You know, you come from the Knicks and all that stress and you come into the Rangers and you're like, okay, I got this. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, you know, it's not even stress. It's like, you know, if you're a Knicks fan, you kind of know what you're getting into. And I think it's all kind of part of the game, you know. So right, uh, right. I'll, I'll, I, I will say this, man, uh, jumping into, you know, getting to know Anton Carter a lot, getting to know Hank uh, Lundquist and a lot of the guys in the, in the, in the Ranger Nation, especially by way of MSG. Everybody's been so really cool and really inviting. And, you know, I've been super respectful of the sport as well. And just really being able to, um, you know, just just learn from some incredible hockey minds. So not just being able to say, oh, wow, they fight. Oh, wow, right. a power play. Oh, wow, this. Like, I'm kind of getting to learn the intricacies of the game from some, like, the game's greatest minds ever. So it's like, you'd be a fool to not, like, right. take advantage of this, especially as the Rangers are having, like, this, you know, possibly historical run towards the cup right now so you know i'll knock on the wood hopefully i didn't jinx it by saying that but it's uh it's it's an incredible time to be a new york sports fan i'll tell you that much so yeah i i mean no it's terrific to have you on as a rangers fan man um i figured we'd get right to it here with the rangers carolina series what what were your expectations coming into this series 
Well, I, I'll put it like this. Uh, the, the Penguins series gave me a lot of sweats. And uh, throughout the season, the Rangers dominated Pittsburgh. So them taking it to seven games, even though they came back 3-1, uh, didn't give me a ton of hope for this Carolina series. Uh, everything I've learned about Carolina, knowing that they had they 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 were 3-1 and one against them in the regular season and just uh, knowing how hard-hitting they were, how deep they were, um, and just knowing that the New York Rangers are still ahead of schedule right now, that, uh, you know, they got a lot of young players in their team. And, you know, I, I like to, when I'm talking to my non-hockey friends about it, I kind of compare the New York Rangers to the Memphis Grizzlies, right? Where it's like, you know, right. uh, uh, Igor Shostakovich is kind of like the John Morant of the Rangers. Like, he's a young star, and he's kind of, like, blossoming, like, sooner than a lot of people expected him to. And he's surrounded by these young, talented guys. So they kind of play with house money. So I didn't have a ton of expectations going into this Carolina series, especially at the game seven. I'm like, listen, you got me that game seven. I got to be in the building for it. I, I got to see history being made in the garden. I'm, I'm good. But, um, you know, especially after those first two games going down 2-0, uh, even though they did play well and it was a low-scoring affair and, and Shesterkin had a great showing, um, I, I, I was still a little nervous, but – you know, the no quit in New York hashtag is like really taking a life of its own. And uh, this team really doesn't quit. Like anytime you kind of are ready to throw in the towel or think, you know, uh, gloom and doom is, is, is happening. They just manage to find a way to pull something out, whether it's that kid line, whether it's uh, Lafreniere, whether it's uh, Shesterkin, Zibanejad, Fox. I mean, Ryan Reeves getting up in people's faces, being that enforcer. You know, uh, they've answered the bell at every single challenge. So I've stopped doubting them. Like, I've stopped being, you know, uh, the New York sports curmudgeon and just thinking, all right, now's the time when they come back down to earth. Like, nah, something special is really happening in the garden right now. And you got to just kind of throw away the numbers, throw away what happened in the regular season, throw away all the stats, and just be like, I'm all in on game to game. So uh, didn't have a ton of expectations against Carolina. Now, Game five, two, two, anything could happen, man. <laughs> yeah, as you said, like, I mean, coming into the playoffs, like, really, all numbers get thrown out the window because, I mean, we were crushing Pittsburgh and it made they made it to seven. And then Carolina was crushing us in the regular season. Yet now, you know, it's tied 2 2. Um, and even though, like, how do you feel like the Rangers started down 2 nothing? But, like, I don't know, it, I felt positive out of that 2 nothing rather than a negative. It, it felt like, you know, they played good. It didn't go their way, but, you know, it, they, it, it felt like they worked hard. And, you know, for a team that, you know, had their number in the regular season, they they really played well against. Would you follow up with the same thing? What are your thoughts? You know, uh, uh, Coach Coach Grant kind of uh, gave me a little bit of hesitancy on the press conference when he said after game two that they played their best hockey. And I'm like, yeah, but they lost, you know. Right. <laughs> so I wasn't really uh, feeling too high about that. And I started putting itself – in my own sort of mental space and thinking, okay, like now they're playing with house money and it's for next year and seeing the growth and um, kind of let me know, just talking with other hockey guys, especially during the Twitter spaces, listening to people like um, uh, Drew Maloney uh, yesterday, who's incredibly great to talk to and just um, really figuring out that this team has uh, some moxie about them and uh, knowing that, even though they can go down 2-0, they can go down 3-1. Um, they're playing some of their best hockey right now. And uh, I want to say, you know, Igor Shesterkin, who's obviously the star of the team, and, you know, how how grateful the Rangers should be to go from Lundqvist to Shesterkin that quickly. It's, it's like going from Dirk Nowitzki to Luka, 
you know, where you don't really get the drop off of talent uh, in, in, in sort of uh, franchises. And um, that defense, uh, even though it's been up and down uh, throughout the postseason, uh, knowing that you have a guy back there who is just an otherworldly talent when it comes to being a goalie and uh, just being able to, you know, as, as much as I didn't know about hockey coming into this season, what I did know is that a lot of teams come back from 3-0, a lot of teams can come back 0-3 right. off the strength of a hot goalie. Off the unlike of somebody, any other sport, really. Unlike any other sport, you know, like just the momentum uh, that a game can carry and, and, and a team can carry after a good showing from a goalie or a good showing from a striker um, can really change the momentum of, t- of an entire series. So even when they went down 2-0, I mean – I wasn't too worried. I was like, all right, you know, we'll see how they come out in the garden. If they come out with some energy, then, you know, I'll have a little bit uh, better time thinking that this is going to go six or seven games. And after game one and just seeing the energy that Madison Square Garden brought and knowing that, you know, after yesterday, the domination that they put on against Carolina, knowing that they got to come back to New York, you know, by hook or by crook now, anything could happen, man. Like the way Shostakovich is playing, the way Mika Zibanejad's finding the back of the net again, uh, and, and that front line, it's uh, it, it's really anybody's game. And I will trust Igor with the nuclear codes at this point, right? Like, if right. He's, if he's if he's behind that goalie, the Rangers will always, always, always have a shot. Which which really leads me to 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 the fact that the the Rangers have always depended on their goalies. If you know a little bit of the Rangers' history, they've always been, you know, Henrik, Henrik Lundqvist is this is like you got to meet him. Is, is this really big figure in Rangers were in, in the Rangers hockey. So handsome and, too, by the way. Like, yeah. Jesus oh, Christ. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, 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 I have a hard, exactly. hard time like complimenting a man's looks, but then I'm, just, I'm like, he's a, he's just a strikingly <laughs> good looking dude. Like he walks in the room and you're just like, Oh my God. Dang. Damn. <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta go get a haircut. Let me shave my beard up or something. And, and, that's, and that's my sports player. It's not my, you know, it's not some, you know, <laughs> And, and right? that's like, like, that's, I'm that's like you played hockey for how long? Like, you yeah, like exactly. You came off a GQ cover. Um, go ahead, <laughs> which, which really, which you know, the, we always depend on these goalies. And Shostakovich has taken the level of what he's done with this team to another level. In which five minutes into the game, he'll make a save, and the fans are screaming, "Igor!" Yeah. You know how it's really impressive to see what he's doing. Like, how do you feel? How do you feel with the way he's taking control? With the way he's like seeing the puck, even after. A bad, a couple bad games with the Penguins. How he's really taken the next level. How impressed have you been by him? You know, one thing I did notice about uh, a lot of those goals that were given up in that Penguin series, and even in the beginning of this Carolina series, were they were kind of a happenstance, right? Like you got some guys who can who can get it behind the net, but they're either bouncing off someone else's stick, bouncing off somebody's skate, and just kind of like get behind Igor. And you kind of get the feeling that if Igor can see it, he's going to stop it. Like, right. if he gets, like, a good line on the puck, you're not getting past him. He's just getting a glove on it, a stick on it. He's stepping, he's falling on it. He's split. He's doing something. You know, he's like right. an octopus back there. So it, it, it's not it, – it's not the – I've got all the faith in the world in him, you know. Like, he, it, it's rare to be, you know, nominated for the best net in the heart. And uh, everyone is in complete agreement and, you know – seeing that a goalie can possibly win MVP. But um he's one of those guys, man. Like it's it is uh it, it's it's an incredible it's an incredible run that he's on right now. It's, it's almost like a generational run that he's on. Like it, it, this this season mixed with 
his his postseason heroics, you know, where, you know, a lot of people were starting to not doubt him, but, you know, a lot of people were a little on edge in the beginning of that Penguin series. And uh, he turned it around. And not only did he turn it around, he's got the Rangers uh, on the verge of taking advantage uh, in a series that they weren't favored to win. So that just goes to show just how much Igor Shosturkin means to this franchise, how great of a talent he is, and how lucky New York is to have him so young in his career already. I mean, you know, to to have almost 20 years of Lundquist and then hopefully – 20 years of Igor. I mean, oh, nobody's man, nobody's scoring behind that. Yeah. Whole lot for no, no years, way. So. Nope. Yeah. Oh, man. So, I mean, Shesty only allowed two goals in two games and then five and four, which is in the playoffs. That That is unheard. That's insane. Like, wow. that, that is just crazy. Um, and for Carolina, I don't know if you noticed, but personally for me, the Rangers, their main problem versus Carolina in the regular season was is that Carolina was easy getting those stretch passes. They were crashing the net. But it seems like the Rangers have, you know, cracked down on that where they're playing a, I don't want to say they're playing an aggressive style in the neutral zone. And then they're playing a collapsed style in the offensive zone. We're like, hey, you want to shoot it on Shesterkin way out? Go for it. Like, I dare you. Right. And and the rebounds are either Shesterkin just gobbling them up or, you know, they're just swiping them. Lindgren, Fox, all those guys are just swiping them to the corners. So even though Carolina has 40 shots on net, I mean, you see Steve Alicat's uh, great analytics stats is that 90% of that's just, you know, quantity over quality. Yeah. I mean, have you, have you noticed that on your end or? Yeah. I mean, uh, one thing, one call I'll never forget is, um, you know, during the Penguin series and the MSG network, there's no such thing as a bad shot. Right. And and the one thing what Carolina does is they just attack the goal, just get shots on goals as much as they possibly can. And I think that was a, a real issue with the Rangers in the last series and in the beginning of this series. Like, as good as they were uh, on attacking the goal, um, you know, they weren't really the best at – they weren't really giving Igor a ton of help, uh, I'll say. Uh, I think now they've really cracked down on that. I think now they've given – they've made uh, Igor's job a little easier. Like you said, those 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 line shots, when, you, when, when Igor could see the puck – uh, good luck getting it past them. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you're not. And he's shown not just throughout this season, but throughout the entire his, his uh, career as a Ranger so far that he's uh, he's he's a generational talent at goalie. And uh, when you have somebody like that, almost like by osmosis, everybody else on that team kind of turns up the defense. And even if they're not doing it, they hear it from the pundits and the players and the fans. I'm sure they hear it from coach. Defense is going to win the championship here, so um, I, I'm 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 not a I'm I'm exactly when it comes to Carolina. I'm sorry when it comes to Carolina and uh, the way they've attacked the goalies and just being able to just keep getting pucks at Igor, keep getting pucks at Igor. Um, they've done their best. They've done a really good job of, of sort of like curtailing that in the past couple of games. So, um, like I said, Game Five tomorrow night, anything could happen. Uh, they're going into Carolina. I know there's not going to be a lot of New York fans in there because they're scared and they don't want us in there selling tickets or whatever because they know we'll go in there and blow that whole place up and fill that whole place up with blue shirts. But I don't think that's going to be a problem for the Rangers. Uh, I think the fact that Carolina hasn't been great on the road is definitely a huge advantage for the Rangers. You got to get one in any series, whether it's basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever. You get one on the road. 
you have the advantage. And this is the one that the Rangers are going to get. Obviously, it's going to be a, a, a raucous atmosphere. It's game five, tied 2-2. We already know what the record is like when it comes to that. And uh, the Rangers have a real opportunity to seize control and head to the conference finals. Especially, especially this game five. I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm very excited to be able to see if they can take game five and you come away, which is, seems to be the kryptonite of yeah. the Hurricanes is the away. That'd be such an advantage. One of the things when you talk about advantages that the Rangers have absolutely done, I think they've out hit them in the series by a lot. And they've been so physical on them, pushing them to the outside, not letting them just drive inside like Kenny Malkin and Crosby did in the last series. They're pushing Ajo to the outside. They're pushing older players, not allowing them to crowd. Because like you said, anything Shostarkin sees, he's, you know, you know, making the saves on. And, and do you feel like, you know, with D'Angelo and all this intensity between the Hurricanes and the Rangers, it's actually making the Hurricanes lose out. They're getting so clouded. By the fact that the Rangers are bothering them about, you know, the, the fact that they are former Rangers and the fact that there's an intensity between them and the Rangers are the be- better physical team when it comes to, you know, having guys like Reeves and guys that are not scared to fight and they're getting in their head. You saw the Rangers fans, you know, booing every time D'Angelo has the puck and that's in his head. You know, you're getting into and that's part of the part of the game. You know, you're a Knicks fan, you know, with Trey Young. Oh, yeah. On, all right. <laughs> so, like, this is this is the intensity that you bring is that's. That seemed in my eyes like an advantage towards the Rangers that you're starting this physicality and intensity and the Rangers are going to outdo you with that and it's giving them the momentum. So coming to a game five where you just like had another game where the Rangers did not have many penalties, you landed up having the problem with the fights, you're the ones that had to instigate because the Rangers were more physical. You think that's an advantage and that's a reason why the Rangers have really taken the step against the Hurricanes in the past, especially yeah. the yeah, I think that's that's all um I think a lot of credit gotta go to Coach Galat, man. Like oh, yeah. I think just his his attitude, just his 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 stoic demeanor, you know what I mean? Like he's got that face of, of one of those guys that you don't want to run into in the back alley or like you don't want to like, you know, knock knock into him at a bar or something, right. you know what I mean? He's got one Especially of those. Especially at the ones, end of that so. game when he screamed at D'Angelo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like he is, he, he's not somebody I'd ever want to get on his bad side. All right. So the fact that the Rangers want to make it not just more a physical series, but a mental series as well, noting that they have a lot of former Rangers on that other side. Um, I think it's advantage Rangers at this point. We already see what Ryan Reeves has done to a lot of other players. We've seen that those intense hits, those, those crazy wall shots that they've been getting uh, on Carolina. And I honestly think it's kind of thrown them off their game. Um, you know, talking to everybody that I know that are, that are way more versed in hockey than I was, uh, everybody kind of told me that the Carolina is the, is the more talented team, and it's a huge step up from the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they are. And, you know, sometimes the teams that have more talent than you, you got to muck it up. You got to get a little dirty. You got to, you know, you got to scratch and claw and do the things that other players and teams just aren't willing to do. To, to win and survive. And uh, that's just playoff hockey. That's playoff sports anywhere. It's uh, whether it's football or baseball, whatever, the game kind of slows down. You're not fooling anybody anymore. You're not going to get cute with any new concepts or tricks of the trade or anything like that. It's, it's, it's at this point, it's about will. How, how much more do you want it than the other guy? And uh, it doesn't hurt that these blue shirts have an incredible fan base in New York, that Madison square garden. They have uh, just, it's it's an atmosphere, man. Like I know people watch it on TV and watch it on ESPN, and we're New Yorkers and we get MSG Network all the time, so we, we kind of 
get used to just how intense a New York crowd can be. But for somebody to have to go there three out of their next seven games and have to take at least one of those games there to avoid going the full seven-game series, that's a hard thing to do. After a while, from getting pushed around, from getting yelled at, for you know being in the New York market, for that spotlight to be as big as it probably is ever going to be, um, that's a lot to people to take on. So I, I, it's not hard to see why you know, certain players are getting their head messed with. And, you know, maybe this this series is a little bit closer than a lot of people expected it to, you know. So I, I got to give it to Coach Gallant, man, and just having his guys ready to not just respond to being down 0-2, but to, you know, physically impose their will uh, on the team and, and make something happen for the Rangers. I mean, yeah, you mentioned about Gallant. What I loved about this was is last night is when the Rangers were playing on their heels, Gallant was screaming to the bench, guys, stop puck watching. Let's go. And then right away, Andrew Kopp scores. And it was, that's exactly what you want from a coach. We've had coaches in the past that, you know, the kind of the problem was is getting the team ready. Don't play on your heels. And Gallant, you know, kicks them in the pants and says, guys, let's go. Well, what are you doing? Don't puck watch. And, you know, that's what you need from a coach. And he came through last game. He, because I, I, while I was still confident the Rangers were going to win, you don't like that, even though two listen a two goal games the worst lead in that in hockey, um, and it it was looking like Carolina was gaining momentum, and Gallant's like, no, nah, screw that, man, we we got to we got to win this. And I mean, honestly, you mentioned the two the two lead. That's kind of what game one looked like at first, you know, like in right. a different world, and in a different if those last like six or seven minutes go a little differently. The Rangers are going into Carolina 3-2, ready to close it out, you know? So I think that is, is going to help not just the Rangers' mentality, but that the, the entire team just knowing that how close they were from, from stealing game one in the first place. Now they're going in there with a lot of confidence, knowing that they can win, knowing that they can play some of their best hockey in Carolina and have an opportunity to come home and do what they do best. So just a little quick uh, thing on games three and four. Um, what did you, th- how did you think they played in games three and four with regards to the veterans showing up, uh, go on, you know, changing the lineups and, uh, especially, you know, the kid line, uh, how, how did you, you know, what did you take from those two games? Uh, I'll say Mika Zibanejad has absolutely stepped up. Um, you know, uh, we love the kid line. That's always, uh, something that you want to have as uh, an assertion, as something to kind of like help out. But at the end of the day, you need those starters and you need those guys that you're sending out first to show up. And uh, Mika has absolutely been on one. Um, He's been killing it. Adam Fox, Kako. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, After games three and four, they should have immense confidence. Um, Not only had the defense stepped up, not only are the star players playing like star players, but, you know, you worry sometimes. I'm not worried. But when you have a young roster, you never, you're not really sure how they're going to react to the moment when the moment hits them, right? And uh, that kid line with Kako, Lafreniere, Lafreniere or Key, and uh, the rest of them, um, ha- they don't look like deer in the headlights. They don't look like that they're scared. Uh, they look like they've been here before. And um, that's something not only that the Rings could take – going forward into the series, but, you know, for the years to come, you know, they have a core. They, there's only maybe some slight tweaks that need to be done to make sure that the Rangers are, uh, you know, a, a, a possibly a powerhouse if they can do something going forward and possibly hit the conference finals 
with Tampa, who uh, I don't want to look ahead to Tampa yet, but you know that is the that is the uh, <laughs> that's the Thanos of hockey right now. You know? That's the, that's slaying the, the, the dragon. Yeah, yeah, that's slaying the dragon, yeah. man. Those are those are the those are the the back to back to back champs, and uh, you know I don't want to get ahead of myself, but. Just knowing that the Rangers aren't just good for this season, but you know, are set up for future season success, uh, should have a lot of Rangers fans sleeping good at night. Yeah, and also not to mention just the veterans, but how about Drury's trade line acquisitions, man? They're pulling through last night. Petrano, cop, cop had a three point night, a goal and two assists. I mean, what do you think of Drury's moves and how how he's you know he didn't go for the big fish per se. Yeah. He went for the depth moves. And yeah. it's pulling off. How, how do you, what do you think of that? You know, cop has been unbelievable for the Rangers uh, since he's since he's gotten here, you know, he's been an absolute fan favorite, um, you know, and I remember around the time doing MSGPM and just hearing about the trade deadline and, you know, just talking to a lot of fans, talking to Anson, talking to people about it and just, you know, they were expecting a move to be made a big move. And then when that, you know, when they acquired cop and Drury did what he had to do, um, you know, Anson, who knows a lot more about hockey than me, praised the move and was like, you know, this is a great depth player for them. And, you know, it, it's not the splashy move that people are looking for, but that move is going to pay dividends going down the line. And, and Valley as well. I uh, got to talk to Valley on the Twitter spaces as well. And he raved about Cop and raved just about how, how well he's done. And it was almost prophetic because, you know, last night, three-goal game, uh, not just the assists, but the goals as well. Uh, it's It's – it goes to show that, you know, it, it's it's good to see that not only the, that they're producing on the ice, but the front office is is making savvy moves as well and positioning themselves for success uh, as the as the years go on. So, uh, man, it's it's good to know that with this Rangers team, it could come from anywhere. One day it's the kids, one day it's the stars, one day it's the vets, one day it's Igor. Like, and that's usually what builds, you know, potential championship teams. As much as you love your star players, it's really the role players and uh, the defense that usually get done for you. And that's what the Rangers have showed all season long. Oh, yeah. They, they absolutely have shown such a resilience. You know, yes. that's a word for their season. Uh, they've shown a resilience because, you know, they, they don't get blown out ma- many times. And if you see throughout the season, many times they were in every game. Every game was hard. They played their heart out. And if you ever notice in this series how it's like different players showing up in each game. And, yeah. they have, and they have in each game another intensity level that they bring or another impressive level. And you come now to a game five and you want to be able to take this game five between me and you, because we, we want this game five badly. Oh, for sure. Come home, right? <laughs> so what, what would you find to be like the main keys that, you know, you come into this game five and you say, you do this, we got this game. Uh, I think Igor's got to be Igor, man. Uh, I think uh, Carolina's going to try and get back to what they've done well in uh, not just the season series, but in the playoff series and get a lot of shots on goal. And he's going to have to play like the, the potential investment trophy winner and just do everything he can to stop every all those pucks coming in. Um, on the offensive side, I think Adam Fox is going to have a good game. I think Mika's really found his groove in the past several games as well and, and, and found the back of the net many times, but it, it all comes down to Igor, man. Like he is uh, the, the franchise. He is the reason why this team has gone as far as it's gone. And um, he's already kind of felt the pressure of playoff hockey. He's already kind of felt 
um, the pressure of not having a good game. So I think that bodes well for the Rangers. We've already seen how bad it can get. And I think mentally that might help him out. And knowing that, you know, he's not going to have to – he's already played his worst, I think. You know, I think he's already played the, the hockey that we don't think uh, he is up to his standards. So um, I think he's going to be the guy that does it for, for the Rangers, man. I think as long as that defense holds up and keeps them under two goals, uh, the Rangers have a real shot to win in Carolina and possibly close it out in New York. Right, and and it's, we talked about – you know, the fact that everyone's showing up in different games. And I think one of the, the people, one of the, I can't, can't say people, one of the lines that have showed up, and you mentioned it before, the kids line, man, they, they touched my heart almost. You know what I mean? What they, the amount <laughs> of effort and the amount of, you know, whatever they put, you, the amount of effort and energy they put into games, uh, aren't they so much fun to watch? Of course. I mean, like, I love, I love watching, you know, youth be served in any sport. You know what I mean? Like, uh this team is, and its depth is going to be what carries them towards the future. And uh, in any sport, football, basketball, whatever, if you're not drafting well, if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not developing well, um, it's not uh, the mark of a great franchise. You know, you can sign all the great players you want, but if you're not drafting and developing the players that you bring into it, then, you know, you can only see such a certain level of success. And it's shown that the Rangers way has been proven to be successful. You know, uh, I mean, Kako has been unbelievable in these playoffs. Uh, Lafreniere, who's obviously going to be a star in the NHL for a long, long time, uh, has been uh, extremely well, played extremely well. And my guy, Keith, Keandre Miller, man. Like, oh, yeah. He's, he's somebody who's Great. become a fan favorite as well in New York City. He's one of my – he's definitely my favorite Ranger. And uh, just watching him get out there. Oh, he's a stud. Knock people around. Get like he he just kind of does everything for the Rangers and offense it's, and as well as offense. You know he does both. It's great. He can get in there and score, man. Like yeah. every guy that I talk to, everybody on on Rangers Twitter has uh, fallen in love with Key. So uh, let's let's hope that this continues, man. And I think it will. Oh yeah. Also, uh, Kazim, what if besides uh, Game Five? I know that's what kind of we're talking about right now. But if let's say uh, for Games Five, Game Six, etc. What? How? How do you see this going down regarding the Rangers? How do they win the series? Uh, I think they win the series uh, by defense uh, and by the star players stepping up. I think uh, Carolina they they got they got to attack Ratton and uh, and and really make it difficult for him. I think they got to take advantage of their home ice. I think uh, the new and, and this is not just me being biased, but I do think the Rangers have a distinct uh, better home ice advantage than Carolina does. Um, I believe that they have played some of their best hockey so far. You know, I, I'd venture to guess if game two was their best hockey, what does game three and four, you know, mean to them since they won those games and have played better since, you know, is it momentum? Is it, you know, the Carolina not, um, you know, playing up to snuff? Is it the home court, home ice uh, getting on them? And I'm willing to believe it's momentum. And I think uh, that momentum starts with Igor Shostarkin and being able to, you know, be an absolute octopus on that goal line. So um, I think it starts and ends with him. And I think, uh, you know, uh, the, the kids, man, I think the kid line who has, has carried those Rangers all postseason long uh, are going to continue to play well. They, when you're young, sometimes you are – you can either be that lights can either be too bright for you, or you can just be 
too young and dumb enough to really care how big it is, right? And right. I think I think that the kid line are, are too young and dumb to realize, yo, these are huge games they're playing. These are <laughs> incredible moments yeah. that we're going through. So I, I'm glad that those are our kids. I'm glad that's how they're 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 taking these games. And we've seen it with them on the ice all postseason long. So yeah, uh, the yeah, kids are all right. The kids are all right, man. And I think those I think that's going to be the key for them to pull out their series. Uh, but they got They got to take care of business in Carolina first. All righty. Kazim, once again, man, huge thank you for coming on. Amazing. Uh, really wow. appreciate it. How did uh, I do? This is my first hockey Oh, podcast. I do. 10 out of, 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10, man. Very good. I had a blast, man. This thank is probably our best so pod. Yeah, this is probably our best pod we've ever had. <laughs> I'm honored, man. I appreciate y'all so much. And shout out to you guys, Jacob Sharagi. Did I pronounce You got that? it. Yeah. Right, yeah Shiragi, uh, shout out to the New York Rangers podcast. Uh, thank you guys for welcoming me in to Rangers fandom and not being gatekeepers and just bringing us all in on this crazy ride that we're all on. And let's hope it continues going, man. All righty. Take care, man. Hopefully, Rangers take away game five. And, yeah, let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Go Rangers. See y'all soon, man. Thanks a lot. Oh, and also, I'm sorry. Uh, we'll also be having another Rangers Twitter spaces tomorrow. Um, oh, nice. Might have a very, very big special guest. I don't want to ruin it now. But okay. hopefully, if we get that guest, you've seen him at the games going crazy. He gets a, a raucous ovation every time they show him on a jumbo trial. We try to get him for game for the oh, last game. Hopefully we get him oh, for this I game. Know. Oh, I know. Big insider thing gosh. in the pod. Hopefully Let's we go. get him for this game. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Also, MSG PM this Friday, 11 PM, and every weekend this summer, myself, Monica McNutt, Michelle Gingras, the whole gang will be there. And uh, thank you for your continued support, man. I appreciate it. Amazing. Of course. Let's go. Oh, uh, one thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you want to put in? You want to put in your Twitter handle? I'm sorry. I, I say this every yes. single thing. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, everything at Kazim K A Z E E M. Uh, TikTok at Kazim Fabiwide, and uh, follow my own podcast. Say less with Kaz, Loki, and Rosie every Monday on uh, YouTube.com/slash Kazim wherever you get podcasts, but wrestling podcasts. Uh, the mix, the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker on the Ringer Wrestling Network. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all my points. All right. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> there we go. Bye. All right. We get it. Let's go. All right. all right, guys. Thank you so much. I'll take care. Appreciate the time. Thank you.